Okay, listen up, guys, because this is how the story really goes. Welcome to the Nightlight Podcast. Turn on the light when things go bump in the night. I'm Megan. I'm Kristen. And this is a Nightlight Podcast. How are you doing, Kristen? I'm doing well, Megan. Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> I tried to give you a little space there. <laughs> it's okay. You can ask me, even though I yes, never have day. anything going on. Yes, but I think I think we're uh, we're even now. <laughs> um. So no, no new fun things. No, no new fun things. No, no um, uh, pop rocks with soda or yeah, yeah, you know, or uh, flashing high beams at people with no lights on. <laughs> Uh, good that you're not participating in any urban legends, yes. which would it be apt for this week if you did. Though also, urban legends don't always end in death and destruction. That's true. That is very true. But we're talking about this because this week we're doing 1998's Urban Legend, which was a special request from a listener who, um, she didn't say what parts of her name we could use so i'm just gonna refer to her by first name her name is nicole and her birthday is on may 18th which this is coming out uh close to then so happy birthday nicole yeah i think the day before we're scheduled yeah something like that so thank you for requesting and your uh here's your birthday gift happy birthday <laughs> aren't you special yes you're so special um, yeah, so we did 1998's Urban Legend, and I did the uh, research for it. Let me just pull it up here. Okay, so my source for this, I, I just used this one really long list called 29 Fun Facts About the 90s Teen Slasher Movie Urban Legend by Chrissy Stockton for a website called Creepy Catalog. Um, and uh, so my first little thing is uh, that in the opening... Uh, the character of Michelle drives a Ford Expedition because production discovered it is the only SUV large enough to swing an axe inside. Oh my god, <laughs> I want that to be my job. <laughs> I can can you imagine just mm-hmm. like Megan find out what vehicle is long enough, large enough to say, swing like a chainsaw? And I would yep. have a field day. Here's your chainsaw. Meg. I would be Figure like, I out. need five Teslas. <laughs> They'd be like. Why? And I'm like, I don't ask. I just, I just need, need them. them. I just need to ruin a Tesla. Um, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. I need to ruin like, a Tesla. I'll just throw up at my brother-in-law's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I will not do that. I promise. I mean, they and if I do, it wouldn't be on purpose. Does your brother-in-law listen? I don't know. Probably not. He's busy. He has a lot of children. Yes. <laughs> That's why he has a Tesla. You got to cart those kids out around. Are they big cars? I don't even know. No, 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 they are not. Right, right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I just thought that was an interesting thing because I was like, you don't even you don't need her to die by axe. But I I mean, of all the things to check for accuracy on, (laughs) I mean, like I am a pedantic person to the T. Right. To the T. Like, I have problems. So, like, you tested how what car was big enough to swing an accent, <laughs> but you didn't test if anyone at a party would smell a dog cooking in the microwave know, before it was yeah. done? How dumb. I'm just saying. Absolutely. I'm just saying. But I just want that to be, like, a Consumer Reports-like thing about a car. Can swing axe inside, cannot swing the axe inside. Just ridiculous. Um, so my second uh, little fact is also in the opening, the gas station attendant is played by Brad Dourif. Uh, the character of Charles, um, uh, 
and he played the character of Charles Lee Ray and the voice of Chucky and Chuck and Child's Play and many of the sequels. Oh, yep, that's where I knew him from. And this means that Chucky and Freddy Krueger appear in this movie because uh, Robert England plays the professor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of fun. And also, real life monster, Jared Leto. Oh yes. Yes. I cannot stand that man. He looks so normal in this. I, was I like, know. So it weird. took me a hot minute. I'm like, it I was, was like, I saw, and then I was like, oh. I saw ew. his name in the credits. So I was like, I'm yeah. And out he's for like top build, which is yeah. just wrong. He's not even like the main character. He's not. It's very strange. Um, if I was Alicia Witt or Alicia DeWitt, I can't yeah. remember what her it's name Witt, is, I, I would think. I would be pissed. Yeah. Carrying this movie on my tiny little back. And I know. Give she, it truly, she truly Jared does. Jared Leto. It's ridiculous. Jesus. Oh, and also Tosh, her roommate, was apparently in Halloween and one of the sequels. Mm. So this movie was really up on its like slasher movie uh, history. Um, the movie was originally set in winter, which is why the killer wears a fur-lined hooded overcoat. However, it was shot in the spring and was too complicated and expensive to add snow to every scene. So they dropped the winter idea, but kept the coat, <laughs> which is the kind of lazy work that I think I would do on a movie. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. Um, another interesting thing is that Sarah Michelle Geller was going to play Sasha, who's played by Tara Reid, um, but she had to back out because of uh, conflicts with the schedule of Buffy. But I thought that was kind of funny because she was in I Know What You Did Last Summer, which oh, is obviously... Scream 2. And Scream... Yeah, Scream 2. So this is like in the tradition of those things. Um, and the last one that I want to mention now, I actually have a couple of others, but they reveal certain things. So I... Hopefully I will remember to tell them at the end. But the last one I wanted to mention, and just because I thought it was so funny, is that in this particular article, one of the facts was one sentence long. And that sentence was, for some reason, Jared Leto refuses to talk about this movie. <laughs> and I'm like, if I ever had the chance to interview Jared Leto, I would absolutely make every question about this movie. Because... I would just refuse to interview him. Yes, that is true, but You'd if I probably ha- get like a used condom to. or something at the end of it. Oh God, he's such a horrid person. I do not know why he still gets movie roles, and I think he should be made to talk about this terrible movie. If you're going to talk about him to anything at all, I didn't think the movie was terrible. Oh, I didn't think it was terrible. Yeah, you either, said he like, should be made to talk about this terrible movie. You were. Uh, I I didn't. You I were didn't, really bashing it. I Kristen. Mean, I actually didn't mean to imply that. I actually had a lot of fun watching this movie, but like, obviously, he must think this movie is beneath him because yeah. it's like a '90s slasher. You know, little. Well, it's kind better of than like, I know what you did last summer. Yes, it is. It is definitely better than that, but. and definitely better than Muhalan Drive. Though I think watching Paint Drive would be better than Muhalan Drive. I heard David Lynch was coming out with something new, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> he was. There were rumors. They sounded like they were going to be true, but apparently they're not true. And I'm oh, actually, thank God. I'm actually, well, no one's going to make you watch it. I'm not going to make what you watch anymore. I was so excited, and then it turned out to be false, and now I'm very sad. So, <laughs> but I'm glad you're happy. <laughs> anyway. In case you didn't realize, Megan hates Mall Drive, and she also doesn't like Robbie from Poltergeist. 
Oh my God, Robbie. <laughs> I hate Dennis is like, you hate that child. I'm like, I hate his little buck two face. I hate his <laughs> acting. I hate his shrill little voice. Oh my goodness. If anyone deserves to die, it's Robbie. I've never been more upset that a character didn't die on screen. Oh my God, Megan. <laughs> Have you ever seen Jurassic World? Mm-mm. So there's this scene in Jurassic World where... um. The main characters, Bryce Dallas Howard's assistant, gets killed. She gets like taken by pterodactyls, and then like she's like fought over between the two of them, and then she's dropped into Mosaurus's mouth, and she dies in basically a horrible, horrible way. Wow. And she doesn't deserve it in the movie. Like we yeah, see this woman who's like trying to plan her wedding, and like her boss like fostered her two nephews off on her to like make her watch her nephews instead of her watching her nephews and everyone's like this poor woman died a completely unfair death robbie deserved that death now what are your thoughts on the cloning procedures in the bad batch not a clone if you're a different sex it doesn't work like that you can't clone an xy into an xx it's not possible all right it doesn't work i don't care i love star wars i love star wars to death i will like believe that things could happen in star wars but i refuse to believe the basic building box of biology are not possible. Oh my goodness. Okay, I think that's everything, unless you want to share your thoughts on people chewing too loud. Oh, well, no. We don't have time for that. Oh my goodness. Okay. Things that cut out of the Harry Potter movie that they shouldn't. If you could do me a favor and try to remember for my poor brain that I had two other facts I want to talk about at the end. Two other facts at the end, of course. I would appreciate that. I will be waiting with bated breath. Well, you know, try to breathe normally. (laughs) for the rest of the episode my breath is baited it's baited okay so let's get into it so like there's a there's a bunch of it's raining out you know you see that this area is raining out and then you get the title cards so this is another the tradition of these slasher movies yeah the 90s slashes were like like right away title card and then my next two notes are jared leto robert england (laughs) i couldn't believe it was in this one my first note is ew college radio Oh, yeah, 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 because the college, uh, uh, this woman is driving in a car and she's listening to a a radio show and this very sort of young, flirty voice is on the radio talking to these people about sex, basically. Right, and she calls herself the voice of Pendleton University, which I'm pretty sure a university, as we learn later, that prides itself on its appearance would not allow a sex show to be going on. I know, it's like a very, very uh, lurid show. Um. But part of which made me laugh, it's part of the show is she's talking to this girl who was stealing her roommate's birth control pills. And then her roommate got, yeah, and her roommate got pregnant. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a felony. You should be charged. Mm -hmm. And uh, I actually read in my my research in that article I read that that is an urban legend. Right. Like a lot of the stuff that Sasha talks about on her radio show. Yeah. Are is Is urban legend. Is our urban legend. Yeah. And that's why I said not all urban legends are about murder and mayhem. That's true. Sometimes they're about sex. That's true. And the girl who stole the pills is like, it'll be okay. Like, I'm sure it'll be fine. Or I thought it would be okay. Her biggest issue is that she now needs to find a new roommate. I know. She's really friggin' dumb. (laughs) 
It's terrible. So uh, then uh, the woman driving the car almost gets into an accident. Right, because she's looking for a, a tape. Oh, yeah. She's a cassette looking for tape. A, 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 yeah, this movie is, it's 98. It's uh, old stuff. Um, so she almost gets into an accident doing that. And then she ends up turning on this song, Totally Clips of the Heart. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and she Which would be good advice for her. Turn yes, around. absolutely. That's why the song is on. So then her guest is getting down to eat. Oh, and which she I'm starts like, singing oh, very yeah. badly. Yes, very badly. But I will say I do appreciate it because it's very true to life. You know, she's not this perfect singer. Yes. Singer. She's messing yeah. up words. She's coming in late. Oh, she's singing off pitch. Yeah, she's a mess. So I'm just like, how do you not know where your guest is at? <laughs> like oh. I always monitor like where I am at with gas. Like I've never like she has no idea. So it's raining really hard. She's on this road. She passes one gas station before she even realizes it. Then she realizes it, ends up pulling into another gas station. A creepy gas station. A creepy gas station. Um which <laughs> then I have a note that literally is just a a dollar fourteen with three, with three question marks. She like fills up her tank for like sixteen dollars, and I I'm know. like, I can't even make it to the gas station for sixteen dollars anymore. And the gas station's down the block. I know. I was like, oh my god, a dollar fourteen. I would kill for that. Uh, and it's a. It's god, a full- I remember one year when I was younger. I, I must have been real young. Gas hit like under a dollar. Yeah, it got oh, really I low remember at some that. point. I, I mean, we must have been about seven or yeah. eight, <laughs> and it happened. I remember my parents being I don't really excited. That actually, but uh... no, I just remember it. I remember distinctly being in the car with my parents, and I think we were going down to the beach, so it must have been in the beginning of the summer. Uh-huh. And my dad goes, "Oh, I wonder if it's going to get lower than a dollar." And then, like the next week, me and my mom were driving wow. somewhere, we passed the same gas gas station. It was under a dollar. Oh, and I was I like, would... "Oh, that's so cool." I would kill. I would literally like, kill. I remember that we we've been through like a really like when because wasn't it during the recession or whatever it got really bad for a while and then it got really good for a while <laughs> and yeah. now it's back to being real bad. <laughs> but yeah, I would kill for a dollar fourteen uh, gallon gas. Um, so this is a full service gas station, and there's a jump scare where the very sort of creepy looking attendant. Um, shows up at her window and she gets a little scared and she tries to, you know, tell her, like, like say, do you need gas, basically? But he has this bad stutter. Yeah. And she goes, yes, please fill it up. Um, And I think she gives him her credit card mm-hmm. or something. Um, So then, like, he kind of looks in her backseat and he notices something. Uh, and, like, you kind of have to know that there's somebody back there. And he ends up being a really good... Well, it's almost like they're trying to make you think that he's going to hurt her. Yeah. Because he runs inside, runs back out, and tells her yeah. that there's a problem with her credit card, credit card and she needs yeah. to come inside. Yeah. But, like, you know, because I think you probably did, too. You figured out that he knew somebody was in the back. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's actually a really I nice guy. But, like, of course she doesn't know that. To be honest, if I was the person yeah. in the back, I would have killed her the second she started singing. <laughs> I would have gotten up and been like, "Yeah, nope, that's enough. <laughs> that's it's time to be done with that." But you can't really, you can't really blame Michelle because 
Right, um, she's a single woman, and she's asked to come into this abandoned to be alone gas with station. this guy. He locks the door. Yes, she brings her mace, and yeah. he's trying to tell her something, but he's his stutter is so bad that he can't get it out. Yeah, like he must be anxious, and he's really telling Michelle felt. not to leave, not to leave, and she kind of fights him off and, and maces him. Yes, and gets out. Which I thought to myself, Megan must be really proud of her for bringing a weapon. I did wrote, I did write, <laughs> smart girl bringing in your mace yes, i was absolutely. very proud of her yes it was good stuff so she runs out she's very very shaken up and she runs out she gets back in the car starts driving yes. away and as she's driving away he gets to his feet and yes. he's screaming there's someone in, in the, the back seat, seat. yeah and um, then she starts singing again and yeah. that's when the person decides nope and this is where you really get into the turn around part of the song <laughs> because it's trying to tell her to turn around um and um the person in the backseat just swings a full axe in yes. the back of this Ford expedition. Yes, <laughs> and, and we uh, see the axe come out the driver's side window. Yes, and kills her. Um, so then you cut to Sasha, the voice of Pendleton. Um, played by Tara Reid. Uh, yes, played by Tara Reid, who looks so young and gorgeous. She does. She really did. Like, it almost didn't look like her. And I was like, oh, Tara, you had such promise. Um, so she's like... Uh, you hear her talking and then there's a bunch of college kids at this cafe. Um, right. And I think she's talking about here. I could be wrong. Is this the one when the girl says she like performed oral sex and she swallowed oh, and she yeah. can feel them swimming around? Yeah. Like, does she need to get her stomach pump? Also <laughs> another urban legend. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Like <laughs> so makes, dumb. Sasha makes a comment. She's like, well, I'm glad for your choice because the world's not ready for you to reproduce. And I'm like, <laughs> She's not wrong. Not wrong at all. It's funny. So at this cafe, um, there is a guy sitting on one couch and a couple of girls sitting on the other couch. And he's telling them an urban legend. Um, that happened at the that college. That happened at the college about Stanley Hall. Mm -hmm. and, and a professor went crazy. Yes. And basically showed up to the hall, knocked on the doors. And if you answer the doors, he, he killed ki you. He killed you, yeah. And they are like, oh, that's just an urban legend. We find out the guy's name is Parker. Yeah. Um, then Jared Leto's character walks, walks in, in and his name is Paul. Yeah. We find out he works for the newspaper. Right. And they kind of go back and forth whether the story is true, true or, or not. not. Yeah. Um, so then he, he gets beeped, which is <laughs> funny because it's old. And, um, and he leaves and one of the girls, the sort of curlier haired girl turns to the other redheaded girl and says oh he's so cute i would really love to sort of get with him um we find out the curly girl's name is brenda and brenda, the redheaded girl's yeah. name is natalie it's natalie yeah um and brenda kind of mentions that she believes in urban legends mm -hmm. and natalie's like i don't they're yeah they're stories yeah and then they start walking back to their dorm right and they stop at one of the buildings. I, it's Stanley Hall. Oh, it's Stanley Hall. And um, of course it is. And well, because it's all boarded up and stuff. Yeah. So you got to think that's where the urban legend came from. Yeah. Like, why is that boarded up? Like, why is it empty? Right. Yeah. And uh, Brenda starts talking about Bloody Mary and goes like, does it really like how many times do you have to say her name? And I was like. Who doesn't learn about Bloody Mary when you're like 13 years but old? But they'd say it in but, front of like the boarded up door. You're supposed yeah, to say Bloody supposed Mary to in front of a mirror. A mirror. Yeah. It was really weird. Um, Everyone but, knows that. Yeah. It's very strange. But they do it anyway. Like maybe there's a legend 
at Pendleton that if you do it there, it's different. I don't know. It's very weird. Um, but it, it really kind of made me feel, feel like Brenda was very naive. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how do you not even know about this? How do you not know that you're supposed to do it in front of a mirror or whatever? But they do it and they think nothing's going to happen. But then they start hearing some screaming coming from where the boarded up stuff is. Um, uh, and then this guy comes up behind them and they get really scared. And it's Joshua Jackson. From, With a uh, terrible dye drive. Yeah, terrible, terrible platinum He's blonde like hair. blonde. And he, he his scares, name is Damon. His name is Damon, and he scares them a little bit. Um, and he talks to them a little bit. I forget what they say yeah, to each other. Um, Natalie implies that he was much nicer before he became a frat boy. Yes. Okay. And yeah. We, we find out Parker and him are both part of the same yeah. frat. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Natalie is going back to her dorm. Uh, she runs into this weird guy. It's kind of a jump scare where she like... Yeah, she backs up and he's right there. Right and there. it's the janitor. It's, yeah, it's the janitor. He's just kind of an odd looking dude. Like, yeah, he's got long hair and yeah. prominent features. Like and he's making, tall and sallow. And yeah, they're just making him he out to be been a good scarier Snape. than he is. He would have been a good Snape. He would have been a good Snape. Not, not as good as Alan Rickman, but he no. would have been more appropriately aged. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> Um, as much as I love Alan Rickman and as much as I thought he was a great Snape, he was too old. Yeah, he was very old. But for the role. I mean, he was just phenomenal. Yeah, he, he was, was such fantastic. a good Snape. He, he was. I loved him. I was sad when he died. Yes, me too. Okay. Yeah, go oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, every time Memories I looked down at my notes, it was something about Alan Rickman. in the moon. <laughs> Plus Hans Gruber, great, great villain. Um, anyway. Um, he had a great voice. He did. Rest in peace, Alan. <laughs> okay. Sorry. We're good. We're good. We're good. Um, so she then goes into her room and her her goth roommate. Is playing very loud metal music. Is playing very loud metal music and is currently being um she's currently she's, having sex she's having guy. sex but it's a very but interesting Nat- shot natalie turns on the light because the yeah. lights are off and she's like jesus do you mind and I i'm know. like it's a little rude that you're having sex in your common room with I your know, like roommate your roommate um so it's a little ridiculous but she turns off the light and Natalie goes into her bed and puts on headphones, headphones while Tosh, her roommate, his name is Tosh, has very loud, like, porny sounding sex with this guy, um, which is just, like, annoying. So then it cuts to cl- this class that's being taught by this Professor Wexler, who's played by, by Freddy Krueger himself. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Uh, and it's like a folklore class. Not, not Freddy Krueger, like yeah, Freddy no, Krueger. It's, Ro- it's played England. by Robert Eglin. They just don't have Freddy Krueger up there teaching a class. And he looks so different. He like, does. He looks such a normal person. He looks like person. a proper professional. Yeah, he does. I would trust that man with my kid. <laughs> what? Because, you know, like in um, Nightmare on Elm Street, how he's like a child molester. Oh, yes. Well, no, he's a child murderer, but then it was yes. really supposed to be a molester. And they yeah. thought that was too much. Ridiculous. 
Um, so it's like a fo- folklore class, like a like a literature folklore yes. class, which I think would be a really interesting yeah, class to take. Absolutely, I took a fairy tales class. I took a folklore class too, but my professor was not good, oh, and it was I like it was class. like mythology and folklore mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, my professor was not phenomenal. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, but they do they do have that stuff yeah. in there, and he's teaching them about urban legends. You guessed it, urban legends. Um. And he's telling them a story, the urban legend about the babysitter. Yes, and the calls coming from inside the inside house. Inside the house, yeah. And then, like, Brenda Brenda and Natalie and Damon and Parker are all in this class. Mm-hmm. And Brenda and Natalie are sitting together, and they're kind of giggling with one another. And the professor's like, well, do you have something you want to share? And Brenda just says, we were just saying the lesson is don't babysit. Because right, the... Professor says the lesson is young women like watch out. Yeah, which he's not wrong. A no, lot of these urban legends it, are geared to like they have a young message, women. Yeah, and they're geared to. Young it's like women. if you go out to a creepy guy, if you go out with a guy on the bluffs to make out, yeah, then he's gonna end up getting killed, or you're both gonna get killed because yeah. there's a hook handed maniac running. Yeah, around. It's, it's yeah. You there's know? a lot of misogyny up in there. Um. Uh, so, but you uh, have to think some of these urban legends have a grain of truth. Truth. Oh. Yeah, they're they're um they have lessons to them. They're little morality. No, but tales. you you, you got to think at one point some girl like you know did like get killed by her boyfriend, right? And, and that's where that's the urban where legend came from. So out. again, why so many of these things, so many bad things happen to young women is because in truth, so many bad things do bad happen things, to young yeah. young women. We have too much to be scared of it's a little ridiculous um but then like i just remember her being like lesson is don't babysit and the whole class laughs and i was like not that funny no (laughs) so he says to her why don't you come up here i want to do a little experiment and so she does and he gives her a bag of pop rocks and she dutifully he says you know please eat these and she dutifully does and then he gives her a can of uh, soda, Pepsi. Uh, and says, would you like to wash this down with that? And she's like, oh, no. I've heard that if you do that, then your she's stomach like, explodes. Yeah. She's like, that's how Mikey died from the commercial. Yes. He's like, what if I told you my... This is a picture. He shows her a picture of, of Mikey. Of an older gentleman. The- and like he, he works on Wall Street, Manhattan yeah. or whatever. And he's fine. And she's like... I don't. I Meanwhile, still don't she's know. talking with her mouth full of pop rocks. I know, and like I just really looked at her. I was like, does she believe every single urban legend that mm. ever was? Um. So the kids are the kids. The students students are being a bit rowdy at this point. Parker's yeah. making comments. If this yeah. was a true college class, the professor would have kicked half of these kids out. I know it's like you terrible. know. Um, but Damon offers to come up and do the pop rocks and soda things. Yeah. And he pretends to like start having a reaction and yeah. dies. And he actually does a really good job of it. He like, yeah, spits he like spits out. out, a bunch out. Of them. Yeah, yeah. He's on his back. But at the same time, it's like Parker knows that he's pulling a prank. And so he starts going, somebody call an ambulance. And he actually te- like motions to a kid to go call 911. I was like, you better not, you better pray he didn't make that phone call. That's not, yeah. you can't do that. Um, but then he reveals himself to to be just kidding. Because yes. Damon is a douchebag. Damon is a douche. Parker is a douche. Parker's Paul a- is a douche. Mm-hmm. The Dean is a douche. Yeah. There's a lot of douches in this movie. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, so then they're outside class and they're talking about what a great joke it was that Parker played. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Um, but they see everyone's gathering around because the school newspaper came out about yes. Michelle's death. Yeah. And like the dean and the head of security, whose name is Reese. Reese I don't know what yeah. the dean's name is. Dean Adams, I think. Adams, okay. They come out and they're trying to take the papers away from right. the students and not let them read it. And the dean goes after Paul and is like, I told you not to print this. Like, you weren't supposed to do this. And Paul's like, oh, journalistic integrity, blah, blah, blah. Like, you can't tell me what to do. Not that I don't believe in that, but, like, you know, it's just annoying. And, um, yeah, so they're talking about. The and then later guy. the students are all talking about her, about what happened. And mm-hmm. um, Sasha mentions that. She heard that her show was the last thing she was listening to. And I'm yeah. like, how would someone know that? Yeah. And she's like, my voice was the last thing she heard. And I'm like, you're. No, Meatloaf's oh. voice was the last thing she heard. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Or Bonnie Tyler. Yep. Um, yeah. And then they act, they kind of ask um, Natalie if she knew her. And she goes, and she's kind of spacing out. And she goes, oh, no, I didn't know her at all. Um, so, um, where, where am I? I'm sorry. Uh, so Natalie ends up going to her room, um, and her mom calls her and she's, uh, you know, just talking to her about stuff. And then it's revealed that she knew Michelle. We get Tosh being a bit of an asshole to her too. And she's like, Natalie's like, I'm sorry about last night. And Tosh is like, yeah, you should be like, you turn on the lights. That was so rude. And it's like, no, having sex in a common room is very rude. Yeah. And she basically says, make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah. Um, so it, it's revealed that she knew her, that they were like in high school together. That yes. They were cheerleading. Captains. Yeah. She pulls her yearbook and we see that they were cheerleading captains. Yeah. And so it's a little bit later that night and Damon comes to get her because there's a frat party. I think it's, is it the frat? Is it the party? Did they talk about the fact that they have a party in memory? Right, but the party's scheduled for the next night. Oh, it's the next night. Yeah, they're scheduled to have a party for the 25th memorial of the Stanley Hall massacre Massacre. that they think is an urban legend. Right. Um, No, he comes because he's like, just wants to talk. She seemed a little freak out. Yeah, he's like, we could just go drive out to the woods and talk. And I was like, And he's like, I'm actually a nice guy. Yeah, he actually kind of is convincing a little yeah. bit that he wants to talk to her about it. So they get in the car <laughs> and he's like trying to get his car to start and the radio turns on and it's the Dawson's Creek <laughs> theme song. <laughs> I don't wanna wait and I thought that was so funny. To be open. And so cool of, of Joshua Jackson to be like cool with that. Um, but yeah, there's like this whole sequence of things he has to do to get this old. <laughs> he turns it off immediately. He's like, oh God, no. Yes. <laughs> to get this old like jalopy, he has to start. He has to like hit the brake at a certain point, like all of the, or the clutch or whatever, uh, to get it started. So, um, they, they end up going out into this wood, woodland clearing to talk. And I'm like, I would, even if you know this guy, I would never go out there with somebody in the middle of nowhere. Right. Um, so she tells him, she, uh, she knew Michelle and then he launches into this story yeah. about how I know how you feel. He's pouring it on thick. I actually lost a girlfriend and like all of this stuff. And he's basically making it all up so that they can 
have sex. Yeah. Which is disgusting. He but made up a whole person. Natalie catches on and she's yeah, like, she's yeah. she's smart. She gets she gets She's it. like, take me back. Yeah. Um, and she hits him because he's like really trying to yeah, be aggressive like, towards her. And she fully punches him. Yeah. It's like actually kind of cool. And um, he's like, all right, all right. I just have to go pee. So he gets out of the car and he's taking a bit. What was that? He's going to pee. Yes. Sorry. No, he uses one of my terrible, least favorite phrases. So sorry. Um, and then while he's doing that, like you get some flashes of Natalie in the car or whatever. Um, and then somebody comes up behind him with a noose and like, and that actually got me. I was like, holy crap. Um, and pulls him back. So starting to, starting to kill him. And, um, and then she gets out because he's taking too long and she's like, Damon, where are you? All of this kind of stuff. Uh, and then she runs into the killer who's wearing that Parker. hood, the parka with the hood. Um, ends up ha- getting back into the car, trying to drive the car. Right. But she can't because it's weird right. and she doesn't and she has to sequence. roll up the windows. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Um, and then she, uh, she starts hearing scratching on the roof of the car. Well, we hear like a weight on the car. So yes. it's obviously like the killer's up there. Yeah. Um, and then we hear the scratching mm-hmm. and we pan outside of the car and we see it's his toes. Like he's on tippy toes. He's tied on a yeah. noose around the tray and he's yeah. on his tippy toes on the car top. And that's what's yeah. scratching. And the car is like tied to yes. the it's so like it's like a, to him almost. yes if the car pulls out it's gonna lift up the, rope. the noose part yes. so that he will hang yes um which she obviously doesn't realize um but she's trying to the killer's still like after her she's like on the windshield so yeah natalie finally gets the car started and she puts it into drive I've, and manages to essentially hang damon mm-hmm. um the killer ends up flying off the car and kind of disappears into the night yeah. Yeah. and then natalie backs up the car mm-hmm. because it's tied and she can't really like yeah, she can't get go away. forward and when she does that damon's body comes crashing down into yes. the windshield yeah damon's dead body like, traumatizing right <laughs> um so then she she goes to campus security yes i'm assuming she ran there i'm assuming she got yeah, out she of the car and ran there, run there. And Reese, the security yes. guard, is this what she's like? There's apparently only one security guard I on know. the whole campus. And I couldn't figure out, like, I couldn't remember if Hofstra campus security had guns or not. I don't know if that's a thing on campuses, but she has a gun. And she's watching, like, Foxy Brown or something. It's uh, one of the um, mm-hmm. old 70s, um, what's her name, movies. Uh, I forget the actress's name now. And she's, like, got her gun out fully, which has got to be against the rules somehow. And she's, like, mouthing along with the words. She uh, she obviously really loves Foxy Brown. Um, and uh, Natalie comes in and is, like, they killed him, they killed him. And is, like, telling her about um, that something happened. They, and then they go to the clearing and there's nothing there. Yeah, there's no car. There's nobody. Yeah. There's, like, no sign of anything except mm. for the one beer can that Natalie had. Yeah. And, and she's like, are you on something? Yeah. So then Natalie's telling all their friends. Mm-hmm. And the friends are like, oh, he's just pranking you. Yeah. Um, but Brenda brings up a good point. She's like, if he's just pranking her, why isn't he here gloating? Yeah. And Parker's like, oh, because he had that ski trip this weekend, remember? Oh, yeah. So he'll he'll come back and all that stuff. 
Um, and then Natalie kind of figures out the urban legend angle right. of all of these things and starts talking about that. Yeah, she puts together their MO rather quickly. Yeah, and then I just have a note about Tosh, so I guess she goes right. back to her room. Yeah, because Tosh is on the internet, which means she can't yes. use the phone, and oh, Natalie right. wants to go to the ski <laughs> resort to find out if he's there. Yes, because back in the day, you couldn't, the internet was tied to the phone line, yeah. children, and you couldn't be on the same thing at the same time. And she's, it also shows, does this point it shows her in the chat room? Or is uh, that later? No, 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 that's, that's later. a little later. Okay, so um, she goes. Natalie goes to the library and she takes out this urban legend. Oh, but she book. stops at a payphone, and the woman on the other line confirms that a blonde guy yes. did check in yes. with a group of guys. Right. She can't tell her if it's him because the book room wasn't under his name and neither right. was a credit card. But she can take a message for her. Right. 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 Um. So she goes to the library and she takes out the. She's urban- in the stacks. Yeah, in the stacks, and this, she takes up this book on urban legends, and she runs into Sasha, who's, of course, taking out the Kama Sutra, mm-hmm. because she's kind of a one-note girl. <laughs> and, but uh, I will say, you can tell this movie's from the 90s, because both of this stuff could have been done over the internet. Yes, absolutely. Um, oh, and this is when it cuts to Tosh. Yes. In the chat room for, like, goths looking yes. to hook up. Um, and... Uh, and then it cuts back to the library and they find out that Damon had taken out the urban legends book. Yes. So that's all suspicious. And then cuts back to Tosh. who's getting ready to meet this, this guy that she, you know, they said they were like on campus and she's mm-hmm. going to get ready to go hook up. with Right. Um, so when she gets, she had typed in, what room are you in? Right. And when she gets back, he had responded right. yours. yours. <laughs> and then she's kind of, someone attacks her from behind right and then the the kind of cool setup for this is that natalie comes back right and the lights are turned off like yes. she accidentally like during her struggle tosh pulls like the power yes so the light the lights are off and she comes in and it basically sounds like the struggling right. sound natalie, sounds like while, sex. while natalie's walking into her dorm one of her other people who live in the dorm says sounds like um your roommates raising more than just the dead again yeah implying that tosh is well known for having loud sex sex. and like she's trying to tell her but the guy the the killer is Is strangling strangling her and she just literally puts on her headphones. Yes, she doesn't turn on the light. She puts on her headphones and goes. To Which bed. is this? This has to be an urban legend too. I would imagine that somebody literally gets killed while you're not. Well, don't attention. you remember when she was flipping through the urban legend book? It mm. showed. Aren't you glad you didn't turn oh, on the aren't light? Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the yeah. light? So when Natalie wakes up the next morning, Tosh is dead in bed. It mm. looks like her wrists were also slit after yeah, like she was killed. Yeah, to make it look like a suicide. And I guess. then. Um, the killer had written it in her blood. Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights? Yeah, it's terrible. Um, but I honestly thought that whole scene was pretty terrible. Oh, it was. It was well done. Like um, they set but it isn't up there nicely. also an urban legend that if your roommate kills her, him or her himself or herself, you get an A for the rest of the semester? I feel like Maybe. that's a big college urban legend. I feel like I've heard that too. Yeah. Like if your roommate dies, you get an automatic A for the rest of the semester. From every class, I guess. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause I, I was thinking that I was like, isn't that also an urban legend? Now that you're saying it, I think I've heard of it, but it yeah. didn't occur to me. That's crazy. But like they set it up so great with the herbs, having the loud sex being like, don't interrupt me right. again. 
and like yeah i think it was well done and you you do too <laughs> um so um so natalie goes to talk to the dean and reese about what happened and they think it's suicide because yeah. of the slashed wrists and um but I was and they like, think the note on the wall is just a dramatic suicide yeah note. but she she got choked so i feel like they would be able to tell right she got choked. right you know even if it's that's not what killed her but like you know they said oh you heard she was moaning and there she's right. like oh i just assumed she was having sex so maybe they could also assume she was having rough sex like and rough then sex. the guy laughed yeah. and she slit her but wrist. would you also be able to tell if somebody else slit the wrist and then know. it wasn't self-inflicted i don't know but I don't, I don't know maybe i'm thinking too much about it unless it was like in a position that was impossible for you to get to yeah you know i don't know anyway so um natalie's walking out of that meeting and paul comes up to her yeah and he thinks he's a real real big boy reporter yes absolutely and he's like i don't want to necessarily talk to you about the death but i do want to like take a statement or like whatever the hell it is and she's like he he knows that she knew michelle he somehow has the yearbook page um and i don't really know how he got that but no um, but natalie does mention that she thinks it's happened because of the 25th anniversary of stanley fall right um and paul's like okay well and she's like, how can you prove something like that really happened? He's like, well, it should be in, like, the school, like, journal, like, you know, yeah. record of the newspapers. Records, yeah. So they go to, the, I guess, the newspaper where he offices. does his research, and they mm-hmm. find out from that year the book is missing. Right. And she shows him the Urban Legends book, and right. he, he doesn't think it's true, but... Um, they do go to try to confirm the massacre part right. of it. Um, and there's no file, like you said. And they end up talking to the janitor. Who apparently the school only has one janitor. Because yes. he's a janitor he's for the, the classrooms. He's a janitor for the dorms. He's a janitor for the yeah. newspaper office area. Yeah, and he's been working there for like ever. But he's yeah. not even that old. So. so we have one janitor for the whole school and one security <laughs> guard for the whole school. Yes. And one dean for the whole school. I know. It's like ridiculous. The whole thing's ridiculous. I kind of want to go to this university. There's <laughs> yeah. only like 20 people around. I know. Um, so and- the janitor tells them to talk to Wexler. Yeah. So Paul decides they go to his office. He's not there. Paul decides, hey, what's a little beanie in among friends? Yeah. And he breaks in with like putting the credit card in the crack, which I don't think actually works. Um, oh, no, no. Depending on the lock, it can work. Oh, I, really? can, I can pop the locks here in my like our interior locks i can pop them with a credit card oh interesting okay that's just my interior locks people my exterior locks cannot be popped with a credit card yeah that's a good that's a good thing to say (laughs) (laughs) let's not get in trouble here um so then they're looking around the office and snooping and whatever and natalie ends up going to the closet and seeing a jacket yeah she finds like a secret room and he has a parka yeah, and he's got all kinds of weird crap in it. Yeah, like, like a taxidermist f- box. Yeah, and like a puppet or something. It's very strange. And he has an axe. Yes, he has an axe. So they, they suspect him, but he ends up being by, behind the door. Well, of the he comes, room. they hear him come in, so they close the oh, door. Oh, right, they hide. But then they hear him leave. So 
they come out and he's hiding behind one of the other open doors, the doors and he like closes yeah. it. And I am here for the dramatics. I know. I know. Well, Freddie would be that way. He's like, um, well, hello, children. Yes. Uh, and then the dean, it cuts to the dean having a talk with them. Because oh, my God. This, is bad. this was Go my favorite part. Because the dean pulled her permanent record, that <laughs> mythical permanent Which record. Is nothing. He's like, I found your personal file. I'm like, oh my god, he found her permanent record. Oh my god, the thing that we were told in kindergarten would follow oh, us through forever. forever. Oh my god, oh my god, this is going on your permanent record. That will go on your permanent record. Oh my god, I wonder if they still say that to kids. I, I wonder if that's a threat that children it's such get. A I stupid do. thing. Oh my god, oh my I was god. like, did he just pull her permanent record? Yeah, and like just thinking about the concept of that, it's like how terrible would it be if something could follow you your entire like scholastic career? <laughs> how terrible! Oh my goodness! I mean, there are some things that probably should follow you. I mean, sure, bad enough things, but it's not the way it works. <laughs> um, but so they ask him about the manister. Uh, the massacre, excuse me. And I think Reese is also there because they're like yeah. joined at the hip, these two. Um, and Dean asked to talk to them privately. Uh, he says that Natalie's been reckless. Her permanent file says that she had a reckless endangerment charge. Right. And she's like, well, it doesn't matter. I was already accepted here. And he's like, yeah, because yeah. you wouldn't have been. Had. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the dean basically says for them to stop, mm-hmm. and he fires Paul from the paper, and Paul's like, "You can't do that." <laughs> and the dean's like, "Except your editor called, and he fired you." And so. he's the one who fired you, yeah. yeah. Um. So then we cut to Brenda going for a swim mm-hmm. at the, uh, and this college has a water slide. I didn't see a water. Yeah, slide. there's a slide next oh to the pool. God. I was like, "Shit, this <laughs> is actually, a cool college." It's actually co- quite a nice facility. It's a big Olympic-sized yeah. pool. It's a nice-looking college. Very yeah. old-fashioned building. Very old school. Huge dorm rooms. Yeah, and like, why one professor would have such a huge office? Unless he's the chair of the department, I I, I don't know. But yeah, it's actually really nice. Well, you know, there's one professor, one dean, one yeah, campus security one, guard. They only teach folklore. <laughs> That's it. Folklore you did, you and don't journalism. see them go into any other class. Nobody ever says, oh, I have to make my class. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, so uh, she's she's going swimming and Natalie kind of comes up to this window that's above the pool, sees her go in. It's probably going to go down to talk to her, but then she sees somebody approaching in a hooded in jacket. The, in the parker. In the, in the spring, apparently. Um, so she starts thinking that Brenda's going to get murdered, starts screaming for her, banging on the window. Throws a chair through the window. Ends up trying to throw a chair through the window, breaking the window. And the woman takes the hood off and it's revealed it's like to another be like swim this woman who's coming to swim with Brenda. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I wonder how she paid for that window. I don't know. Um, well, think of all their money they're saving with just one campus security guard. True. Very true. So Natalie starts talking to Brenda and Brenda's like very happy that Natalie's looking out for her. Yeah. And Natalie tells Brenda her deep, dark secret that right. her and Michelle were best friends in high school. 
And one day they were out on Natalie's car, but mm-hmm. Michelle was driving. Mm-hmm. And then urban legend about the gang initiation with the with high lights. So the the whole urban legend goes that if you see someone driving without their lights on, you're not supposed to flash them because the gangs use that as initiation. And if right. you flash them, they will turn around and chase you and kill and, you. And kill you, yeah. So they decided just to do that as a prank. And yeah, they chased the person Michelle just takes it too far yes and michelle ends up chasing the person off of like the road and it was this teenage boy who was their age and he ends up dying yep and natalie's like i could have stopped it i Mm. michelle just took it too far i could have stopped it but she didn't uh, and they gave them probation which is why she had she was like the courts were very lenient with us yeah um and then Paul is in his the newspaper offices and he's cleaning out his desk and he ends up finding a copy of the newspaper from when the massacre happened saying that the only survivor was Professor Wexler. And but he, looks, he was a student at the and time. And he was a student at the time. And he looks his up. His name is William, by the way, first name. William Wexler. Billy Wex. And he looks up and he sees the janitor is there who kind of gives him a knowing look like, like he's the one who puts it, put it there. Um... So he put it there. So then you cut to the dean going to his car. And uh, yes, the dean's coming to the car here and we get a little jump scare because Reese approaches him. Yeah, shows up. And well, first he looks in his backseat. Now he's scared of things. Um, But the dean basically tells Reese that he's not taking any chances but yeah, he like doesn't she, want the proper authorities contacted. Yeah, she wants to call the actual police, and he, like, won't let her. He said that she's overreacting. Um, And then, does she leave first, or this? No, she leaves there. first. So she Because leaves. she mentions that she can't find Damon Brooks. Yes. And he's like, it's the weekend. He's yeah. shacked up with some floozy. Yeah, it's, like, ridiculous. And um, so then she Reese leaves. And then someone comes out from underneath his car and, and does flashes. a classic Achilles tendon slice. Yes. Also an urban legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think everything in this movie is. Um, so then she uh, basically she runs the car over him and he gets caught he, in the safety spikes. He, he, oh, we don't know it's a shield. Oh, the killer. The killer. The killer slowly runs the car over him and he gets caught between the car and the safety spikes yeah. and dies. Yeah, and he dies. Um, Which is a gruesome way to go. Yes, horrible. Oh my God. Um, but now we're at the frat party. Mm-hmm. And don't you worry because now we're into animal abuse. Yes. Oh my God. Because Parker is making the dog Howie yeah, drink this, beer from a funnel. This cute little white puppy, uh, puppy and... He just he's making him drink beer and it's terrible. Um so uh then Paul is talking to Natalie and he tells her about 
the newspaper and that Wetzler survived and that ultimately he got a job for life at Pendleton because he wouldn't like they made a deal that he wouldn't talk about it right which I'm just like if your professor just get tenure and you have a job for life anyway but whatever Um, Brenda had by the way Brenda had begged Natalie to come to this party she originally Natalie originally said she was thinking about going home and Brenda's like please come to the party I want to hook up with Paul yeah 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 because Brenda's like in love with Paul yeah um so then once so paul believes her now that mm-hmm. you know there's a yeah it just annoys because like killings. wexler really has no motive yeah he, tr- he truly doesn't they're like making out wexler they're like oh it's definitely him and it's like he has no motive you yeah know? and like just because he has he knows about the massacre i mean that would be more motivation for like the dean to kill people right you know or kill him or whatever right. than for him to kill people um but natalie ends up getting emotional because she's just been through a lot and they end up kissing and brenda finds out brenda's right there because brenda went to get them drinks yes and she sees them and is very mad yes she's not happy yeah but then we see her like outside crying and then we're back to Reese Reese. and Reese is kind of like patrolling the buildings Mm -hmm. and she runs into the janitor because again one security guard one janitor yep and she notices they walk by Wexler's office and they notice that somebody had broken and trashed the place yes so she goes in and she sees that the axe is gone gone. um and then she slips on literally a puddle of blood. blood yeah uh so uh, they cut back to the party, and Paul ends up telling Parker to end the party. Um, and Parker's a douchebag, so he like makes everybody stop and listen right. to the fact that Paul wants to end the party because of the killer. And he kind of humiliates him, right? In and front he goes, of "You know who I think's doing it? Mm-hmm. The wannabe writer who realizes yeah. he's going to have no career when college is over." Right. And at that point, you kind of feel like he could be the killer yeah. because of that, and because he had like the yearbook page and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so he kind of he just basically humiliates him, and then um, Sasha ends up telling Parker, who like, is like her boyfriend. That she's going to leave the party. That she's yeah. going to the radio station to do her show. Um, so then Parker ends up getting a phone call. And it's from some like male voice. Who says you're going to die tonight. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, is this the urban legend with the babysitter? The call's coming from inside the house. And the voice goes, no, this is the one about the dog in the microwave. And so he realizes, oh my god, my dog goes and runs to the kitchen opens up the microwave and there's just a bunch of blood and like some sort of body right. parts like you the don't microwave really like see. finishes cooking as he approaches yeah. it. yeah but again there would have been some sort of burning because the yeah, hair would have started burning. something i'm just like confused why nobody smelt a dog cooking i don't know and i was really angry with this movie yeah i was not happy about that um but in my mind, the dog wasn't in the microwave. They just threw like bloody bones yeah. and stuff in there. Right. And the dog is living a happy it's little fine. life free of booze. I know. My only consolation was that I knew nothing happened to the dog in real life. So, uh, but yeah, really made me hate this killer. Um, but I don't know of an urban legend that's got that in it. Oh, yeah. The old lady puts the dog in the microwave to dry it. To dry it? Mm hmm. Ew. It's an urban legend. How stupid is this old lady? Anyway, 
Um, so, um, um, sorry, in the microwave. Um, then uh, Reese is trying to get the police um, to come to the actual place. Um, and then the killer is going after Sasha. So, well, the killer goes into the producer's office and kills the producer while she's doing the show. Yes, and I feel bad for him. And while she's trying to deal with people on the phone who are having sex and got stuck together. Also an urban legend. (laughs) Oh, my God. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's when I was like, this radio station is 100% not college approved. Yeah, it it absolutely wouldn't be. Um, So she finally realizes what's happening and the killer comes after her. And she starts basically broadcasting her own yeah, struggle. Yeah, she's with screaming. Killer. Natalie hears it at the party, and she's told by yeah. someone, "Oh no, she's just doing a performance piece." Right. Which? Why would she be? Doing I also that? think that's an urban legend that somebody's like death was like being broadcast, Probably. and people just thought it was an urban yeah. legend, yeah. or like the one where the guys dead bodies hanging from a tree, and everyone just thought it was a Halloween decoration. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, I remember that one. That one I know. Um, so, uh, so Paul comes to find Natalie, um, says, uh, I don't know what I wrote there. No, Natalie goes to find Sasha. Oh yeah. Natalie goes after Sasha, but but then Paul finds her at some point. Yeah, but Nat. So there's this whole chase scene between the killer and Sasha. Mm -hmm. Natalie's running to go save Sasha. Mm -hmm. Um, Sasha at one point manages to get away from the killer by like dropping down off a set of stairs. Yes. But then takes an elevator upstairs. Upstairs. Yeah. It's a dumb decision. And she ends up trapped back in like the recording room. Right. And Natalie runs in and sees her, but the killer comes up behind Sasha and kills her. Yeah. And then uh, the killer waves at Natalie. Yeah. And actually it was funny in this scene, um, Josh like got up and he was like, I'm pausing this why don't you look at because we were trying to guess who the killer was and if you pause it and you see the axe there's no blood on the axe oh so for a while we thought maybe like sasha was in on it no but then reese finds her body no but then ultimately finds the body and then we were like oh of course not but it was just kind of funny that they didn't they forgot to put blood on the axe um so natalie runs back outside after she sees sasha's murdered right um and that's when she, that's runs, when into she Paul. runs into Paul. Um, and Paul's looking mighty suspicious now. Yes. He, he says, like, the phone is dead. Right. And she ends up checking on that. Yeah, because they go back to his apartment. But you don't know whether or not it's true. Like, she doesn't say anything, but I guess it is dead. Right. So they're le- he's like, we're going to get out of here. We're going to go find the cops, yeah. you know, and everything. Um, and so as they're leaving, they run into Brenda, who's crying because she said she heard Sasha getting murdered. Right. So they get into the car with Paul. Right. Um, and then in the meantime, Reese has found sasha's body right and that's when you know she's like actually dead they don't even show you the body like yeah they kind of show hand hand, yeah sticking out um so they end up they get in the car with paul and they end up going to i think the same gas station from the beginning it's hard to tell yeah they go to a gas station and he goes to make i guess a phone call in there right and natalie mentions that it smells funny in the car yeah it smells really bad um, Brenda takes this moment to be a friend mm-hmm. and tell Natalie that 
her and Paul belong together. And if yeah, she wants to hook okay. up with Paul, she's fine with it. Yes, absolutely. Um, so uh, then you hear a phone ring like or a beeper in the car. Well, no, it's the watch alarm from oh, the, the doctor alarm, right, yes. from Professor Wexler's. Wexler. So they go to the trunk and they open the trunk and Wexler's body is in there, which yes. definitely makes it doesn't look Paul good for Paul. Look terrible. So they start running away and Paul notices that they're running away from him. Right. But they're heading back to campus. I would just like to point out it was raining very heavily when they got in the yes. car when they got to the gas station and now all of a sudden it stopped raining. Yes. Yeah, and then um, Natalie ends up running through a cornfield. She loses Brenda. Yes, we hear Brenda scream. Right. And we hear um, Paul still calling for Natalie. Yes. Natalie ends up on another road where she Mm -hmm. stops an approaching car. Yeah. And guess who it is? It's the janitor. Yep. Um, so she's, she gets him with the chatter to like drive away, but he's creepy and she's kind of creeped out by and him. she looks at his backseat and he mm-hmm. has a Parker. Yeah, he has a Parker that looks just everyone like Because everyone has the freaking same code. In the springtime. <laughs> um, and so she tries to leave and he's like, what's wrong with you? But yeah. of course, like, he doesn't do himself any favors. He like locks the door or whatever. No, and he says to her, the door can't be open can't from, be the inside. from the inside. And I was like, I didn't realize there was child locks on the front part yeah. of the car. But it, it doesn't look good. Like, I can see why she's scared. But he's just trying to, like, be like, don't get out of the car. We're driving. <laughs> like, So as they're driving, they see another car approaching them with the lights off. The so lights he's off. like, stupid kids. And he goes to flash his, his lights. lights. Yep. And then the car turns around and starts chasing them. Mm-hmm. And it chases them and starts ramming into them and yep. basically pushes them off the side. Yep. And the janitor is either dead or severely injured. Yeah. And Natalie, don't... being the cold-hearted bitch she is, just get out, out of the car. Absolutely. Leaves. Um. So she runs back to campus and she starts hearing screaming in well, Stanley Well, she Hall. tries to use the emergency campus phone. Yes. But of course, since there's only one campus security card yes. and Reese is out getting shit done. Yeah. It connects to no one. It, it's nobody. So she hears screaming coming from Stanley Hall. She ends up being able to get in through a window. Um, and she uh, gets trapped in this room. And she ends up finding Parker, um, the Dean's, and Damon's bodies in in the room. Um, And, like, it's kind of funny because Parker's body comes out of what would have been the bathroom, I guess. And he got... Oh, we didn't go back to Parker gets killed. Oh, yeah. Parker gets killed. He ends up seeing the dogs. Yes, and he goes to throw up in the bathroom Mm -hmm. and the killer comes up behind him, shoves a funnel in his mouth, puts pop rocks and chemicals in there. Yeah, like Drano or something. And, and he dies. Yeah, and that's what reminded me of that is that he falls out of what it, what it would have been the bathroom in the space, and he's covered in soap or something. Yeah. And it's like, then I got confused. I was like, did he die there? And I was like, no, he didn't. He died in the frat thing. But I, but uh, Damon is hanging, so I guess right. she was, uh, the killer was trying to uh, imitate what, she, what they had done to. It's okay, Kirsten. You've <laughs> given it up already, and we're about to find out anyway. <laughs> So anyway, Natalie walks into a room and she finds Brenda unconscious in a bed. Yeah. Um, and it was Brenda who was screaming like, oh, God, he's going to kill me. Help yeah. me, help me, help me. And Natalie sits down next to Brenda because she thinks she's dead. Yeah. And she kind of gets a little weepy. But then Brenda wakes up 
and attacks Natalie. Attacks Natalie. Dun, dun, dun. It was the woman, friend. So then Natalie wakes up again and she's tied to the bed and Brenda starts a monologue. Brenda, Brenda be crazy. Yeah. Brenda is unhinged. But Brenda's a little bit justified because it turns out the guy that Natalie and Michelle killed was her boyfriend. And, and they, they were, were supposed super to get in married. love. They yes. were going to get married. She was super in love with him, but she moved on real quick when Paul showed up. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that was a front or anything, but no, because even then she was like, yeah, she towards the end, say, she's like, Paul will just come running into my arms. Yes. Yeah. But she's really unhinged and she's like yelling at Natalie. But, and, yeah. Like, and, and Brenda about- says to Natalie, that was before you and your friends killed him. And I'm like, yeah. technically, it was just Natalie and Michelle. Yeah. So why are you taking it out on all these other people? Yeah. I just kind of chalk that up to her being like she went insane along the way. Oh, yeah. And she's just trying to torture her. And she's trying to torture her. And the guys are also douchebags. Yeah. Like she probably was just like, eh, why not? So she tells Natalie that her favorite urban legend is the kidney thief, was, where the yeah. guy goes, takes a beautiful woman to a hotel right. and wakes up with one of his kidneys missing. Yeah. So here's my problem with that. I knew you were going to have a thing. You can survive with one kidney. Yeah, but she's just going to le- let her bleed out I know. There. Then she says, I'm going to let you bleed out. I'm like... Was she on the correct side? No. <laughs> no. To get to the kidneys, it's the back. You That's go through what the I back. said. I yeah. was like, are they towards the back? And they're bilateral, so either side is fine. Yeah. And then she's like, I, I don't mean, know when she stabbed liver. her and she's like, oh, I don't know if that's your liver. It was a little low for the liver. Yeah. For something her. Yeah. So she like- probably just perfed an intestine. <laughs> well, she probably didn't perf it because you would have been a lot of pain if she perfed it. Mm. But I'm like, mm, you go through the back for the kidney, sweetheart. Yep. Maybe she just didn't care. She would rummage through to get yeah. it. Well, that's what she said. I really don't care. I'm going to take the first organ. First organ, um, I see. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, you better hope it's not one of the intestines because you're going to be pulling for yeah, a long time. Be- <laughs> She's like, why did I do Two this Two minutes one? later, you're still pulling out the small intestine. Oh, my God. I mean, if you want someone to bleed to death, you take the liver. There's a lot of blood going there, to the liver. There you go. Um. So Reese ends up showing up to Stanley Hall and she ends up finding them up yes. there in the room. Uh, Brenda attacks her, and it looks like she she did her in. Yeah, but. she stabs her because she has another knife on her. Yes. Um, and Reese falls to the floor. And then this is when Natalie mentions that she's going to blame it all on Wexler, and then Paul will be so upset about Brenda. all the deaths. Yeah, you said Natalie. Sorry. This is when Brenda mentions that she's going to blame it all on Wexler mm-hmm. and um, Paul will be so upset about the death. He'll, he'll just come, come running, running to her. But then Paul comes around the corner. Paul shows up. And I'm like, that's a lot of work for Jared just to get Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, so she's like monologuing at them or whatever. And then yeah, J- Paul tries to convince her that he thinks it's a great idea and he's going to write such a great article oh, and then yeah, they can be together. Be and she's like, I'm not a fucking idiot. I know yeah. you're like trying to save both of your skins now. Yeah. Yeah. And then she ends up getting shot. Right. Because she says it now it's only a matter of time of who I shoot first. You or yeah. Natalie. But as she's going to shoot them, Reese pops up and shot and shoots her. Yeah, because go Reese. Uh, and um, they tell her, like, once it's all over, they tell her, like, oh, we're going to, they tell Reese, like, we'll go get a doctor for you. Yeah. Um, Natalie ends up shooting 
Brenda, Brenda again after yeah. Reese's shoots and her. And she, like, falls out the window. She falls out the window. Yes. So they're going to go get help instead of calling an ambulance. Yeah. So the next scene is Paul and Natalie driving away from campus. Mm-hmm. Natalie's worried about Reese, but Paul's like, it's okay, the paramedics are going to be there. Are going to be there? Jesus. Or, like, are getting there or something. Yeah. I'm like, you didn't like just stay to see if, like... Ridiculous. Um... But then Natalie starts talking about how this is going to become an urban legend. Right. Brenda's going to be turned into a man. Paul's going to be turned into a cop. And Natalie's going to end up in an insane asylum. And Paul goes, if this is an urban legend, when does the plot test happen? Right now, bitch. Right now. Absolutely right now. Because that's when Brenda is in the backseat. And he, she pops up. She pops up. With an axe. With an axe again. Um, uh, And then he ends up like swerving the car and she flies out yet another window yes because her and natalie are fighting yeah yeah um and this is why you wear your seatbelts because he ends up like crashing into the side of the bridge Mm -hmm. and she flies out the windshield and falls into into the the water which it's also now raining heavily again and the Mm -hmm. water's all swollen the river's all swollen from the winds and then it cuts to a new set of students. In a new college. In a new college. And they all look like they're about 40 years old, but I digress. And one of them is talking about this urban legend, that because now what happened to them is an urban legend. Right. And he says, oh, it really happened at, I forget the name of the school, but yeah. it was in Pendleton. But it's not Pendleton. Everyone's like, it didn't really happen. And then it cuts to, like, he talks well, to... he goes, does nobody believe me? And one girl goes, I do. And, yeah, the, com- the camera swings around to a- who said that, and it's Brenda. Brenda. And she has a ribbon around her neck that's supposed to call back to the green ribbon, the mm-hmm. girl with the green ribbon, which is an urban legend. And uh, she says what I said in the beginning... No, 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 guys. This is how the story really goes. And that's the end of Urban Legend. Yes, that bitch had nine lives. She absolutely did. I have no idea how she kept surviving, but she did. So, yeah, that was Urban Legend. What did you think? I thought the movie was okay. It's it's a fun romp. Yes. I do enjoy the uniqueness of the deaths, you know, going yeah. off that Urban Legend trope and stuff like that. Absolutely. So. I actually had a really fun time watching this movie. I thought I was really going to hate it because you had told me that I probably wouldn't well, like it. No, I said it was similar to like, I know what you did last summer. Yeah, but it kept me engaged so much more so than that, than I know what you did. Because I know what you did just gets boring. Like things mm-hmm. don't happen for a while. And I just thought this movie was like, the urban legend thing was interesting. They really stuck to it that like, every single yes. thing that was mentioned Everything is an urban legend yes. and like i you know i don't know how you felt about it you tend to be much more observant than i am and most people are in these situations but like i was really guessing as to who the killer was like i thought it was jared leto for the longest time um but yeah like, i will say it does do a good job of like making you like work for who you, the like, killer guess who it is and there's just a lot of like like little campy fun things happening and like um I appreciate that the killer was a woman. I do like that too. I um, like that a lot. Absolutely. And I don't know, I just had a really great time. It really is like a fun romp right. of a And I do movie. like that it didn't leave just the urban legends of like the murder cuz then yeah. you had like the sexual urban legends that um, yeah. Sasha was dealing with. Absolutely. And- 
Yeah. I don't know. I, I actually had a lot of fun watching this movie and I liked it a lot. <laughs> it's not like a, an amazing film or any way, you know, it was just, it's just like, if you want to watch a horror movie and just have a good time. I think this is a good slasher movie to watch. If you want to watch like a slasher movie, yeah, it's like scream light, you know, they're, they're kind yeah, of, instead of following the movies, they're following the urban legends. Yes. And- it's, it's, it's kind of scream esque. Yeah. I don't think it's as clever or funny as scream. No, but- it's definitely subpar. Like it's definitely like B movie level. Oh yeah. It's a, it's a great level. It's a great B movie. Yeah. Yeah, but I had a lot of fun watching it. I mm-hmm. liked it. Um, so what are we going to rate it? Uh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something. Parkas? Parkas? <laughs> Weird out of place parkas? Sure. Uh, so as a movie, I would probably give it a 2.5 out of 5. Um, and as for scariness, 2.5 also. I think as a movie... It had some good j- jump scares yeah. in it. As a movie, I'd give it like a 3.5. Mm-hmm. I really just had a lot of fun. i definitely watch again, all of that kind of stuff. And as uh, scariness, I'd give it like a 2. It's not very scary. Yeah. It's got its moments, but yeah, it's Yeah, it's not definitely got some jump scares. Like, I definitely... I still think that whole thing where she falls asleep while her roommate's getting murdered... Oh, that's so well done. So yeah. well done. So well set up at everything and... Um. It's yeah. funny because I was actually watching um, Moon Knight, the Moon Knight episode that came oh. out on Wednesday. Yes. And it triggered like a fear in me because they're exploring this pyramid and there's like obviously like undead guards because that's always like that's the Egypt trope. If mm-hmm. you're in a pyramid, there's undead guards. Yes. That's just the way it works. I was like, oh, I forgot how much that creeped me out. Like I was getting like legit scared from it because mm-hmm. it's like it's not a trope that's done yeah. well right. a lot and it's not done often. Right. But it like reminded me of like the Mummy movie with Brendan Fraser, which I love. Yes, this is a great movie. The that's first such Mummy a great was movie. so good. But like, you know, it's not done a lot. And then yeah, when it's absolutely. done, it's not done well a lot. But this was done very well. Oh, cool. So I was like. So then when I watched this movie, I was like, oh, I wish I had that feeling I had when I was watching Moon Knight. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but but anyway, Uh, I remembered my two facts that I wanted to say after. One of them was that Pendleton's school motto is shown only in Latin. When translated, it means the best friend did it, which I thought was fun. And then a good thing to end on, unless you have any other thoughts, is uh, that somebody who wrote about this movie said, uh, named Alexandra West, the final scene signals why the title of the film is singular and not plural. Urban Legend is not a movie about a serial killer using urban legends to kill people. It is an urban legend itself. Oh, yeah. Which I know, but it's just kind of like neatly wraps itself up. Yeah. I mean, and I do love a good urban legend. Yeah. Who hasn't absolutely. heard the Richard Gere and Ger- Gerbil story? I don't actually know that. Oh, oh, it's a good one. You should Google it. Yeah. It's- okay. I think maybe I heard it at one point, but I remember when it comes up in Scream, I'm just like, don't know. Is it is it sexual in nature? You know, I used to be on Snoops a lot, and you could find a lot of the great urban legends on Snoops. Snoops.com. I don't think I ever Okay, so it's like, in the early days of the internet, even now, it's like the place to go to get stories verified. Mm-hmm. So if, like, you read oh, a you story... Oh, Snopes? It's Snoops, isn't it? S-N-O-P-E-S? Snoops. 
Oh, maybe it's Snoops. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I was like, Snoops.com. I always just called it Snoops. Oh, yeah. Just because I was like Snoopy Snoops. and I was like, Snoops. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Yeah, no, I know about Snoops where you get the things verified. Yeah. Well, I digress, but. I'm sorry, Meg. <laughs> no, I, really, I really didn't know what you were talking about. I was like, oh, Snoops. <laughs> Anyway, it's, yeah. like, it's Snopes with an S. Snopes. Snopes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's where you can find a lot of the good urban legends. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, okay. so that was Urban Legend. Happy birthday, Na- um, Nicole. Nicole. Happy birthday, Nicole. I was going to call her Natalie because it's a movie. Um, I hope you so enjoyed What it. are we doing next week, Kristen? Next week we're Next on- time, I should say. Next, well, next time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, Cloverfield, a little J.J. Abrams verse for us. Oh, and Meg and I love Cloverfield. We do. It's we one of we saw it together. It's mm-hmm. one of the first like real like scary movies I was able to get Kristen yeah, in to, to see come to go see, and we loved it. We dived deep into mm-hmm. the lore. Yes, deep we did. into it. So we love it's Clovey. such a great movie. It's so great. Just and I'm so just be prepared for a lot of fangirling. Yes, a absolutely. lot of fangirling. Yep. Just yeah. prepare yourselves. <laughs> Love it so much. All right. So until then, um, you can uh, email us at the nightlight podcast at gmail.com, just you, like Nicole did. You can find us on Instagram at the nightlight podcast. Uh, and you can listen to us and subscribe to us on pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you want to give us five stars on iTunes, that would be great. Every time you say that, it's like, it makes me think of remember, like, the old commercials like in the 90s like available wherever music is sold like you know like when somebody's cd was on sale yeah so like when you say that i went available wherever podcasts are sold. <laughs> yep. it's like podcasts are sold. available wherever po- yeah tell your <laughs> friends about it because you know where you're listening to this but who knows where they listen to stuff uh so uh so what is it until then until next time make, make sure, sure to, to leave the, the nightlight night mother make sure to leave the nightlight on <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye, guys.